Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Severs. This is your one-stop shop for all things Hillsdale College Sports. All right, I say it every week, but this time I actually mean it. We now welcome on a very special guest. I'd say the most special guest of the entire season for Charger Rundown. The flogger of footballs. The Stephen King of special teams. The Dirty 30. He's got ice water running through his veins. The Henry VIII of pregame hype videos. The owner of Beachfront Property in Nebraska. Kicker for the Hillsdale College Chargers, Bryce Sealock. Thanks, Jake. I, I really do appreciate it, but you can just call me Bryce. Just Bryce? So you, you didn't dig the epithets? Oh, I love the epithets. I mean, that is my motto, but that usually comes out. Your motto only- is what? I mean, that that's like my, for, my, my forte, like motto, like that, like what I live by, like my personal motto, like, but that usually comes out on Saturdays during games most of the time. So you, so you're a kicker. Yep. At what point in your life did you realize that you had an inordinate skill to kick footballs? When I sucked at actually playing football, probably. So did you used to try to play football? I like actually. be a real player? I did. I played a uh, tight end and linebacker through sophomore year of high school. And then, and then what happened? Did your coach sit you down? And he was like, "Listen, like we love your we love your presence on the team. We love your energy, but you got to be on the field far less." Yeah. So we went to a fall camp for the team that year, and he pretty much said, "Hey, uh, just work on kicking, and don't worry about going to the other drills." He literally said that. So. Had you ever kicked before? Like, were you already the kicker on the team? Uh, yeah, I kicked in JV, but like, it wasn't really actually a kicker. I was more like the kid who could kick it on the ground the farthest. <laughs> I mean, practically speaking, like, I mean, I mean, maybe head height, some kicks, but you know. So for like kickoffs, you would just dribble it down the field like sixty yards. Pretty much, it was a line drive, little freaking screamer. So, much. at at what point for you did the uh, kicking switch flip? And you were like, okay, this is how we do it now. Uh, I mean, I would definitely say like uh, in between sophomore and junior year, uh, kind of towards the end of sophomore year, because I figured that I probably wasn't going to play ever. So I was like, oh, maybe I should like actually try focusing on like, because we never kicked like PATs and JV or even middle school. It was just kickoffs and I didn't even punt. So I guess I just focused on like with PATs, like just getting the ball up in the air, kind of, and then like kickoffs came with that kind of. And I no, I under I understand that you had a a decent amount of success in high school, correct? Yeah, I did okay. So did you like get any accolades I'm, for for your kicking? Um, I was first team all state my junior year. Yeah, so that's I mean I'd say that that's decent. It was okay, you know. So so you literally so you went from not kicking really period right and then in one year you went to an all-stater yeah that's that's sweet so did you get like any um like recognition or like when did the recruitment process start for you um I really didn't even start looking at schools to play football until kind of like really late my junior year is kind of when I realized hey like maybe I could go like play in college like I don't know wasn't really like uh on the front like part of my mind really hey bryce this is martin hi martin um quick question how for are you, you today i'm good man thanks for asking uh 
a lot of kickers usually have the soccer background, right? Uh, like play like play football, and then and then just for kicking, and then play soccer as kind of like their main sport. So, when did like did you play soccer at any period of your life, or was it just football for you? And then when your coach told you sophomore year to kick, that's all you did. Um, so I've been playing soccer since um. It was, it's probably been since, like, first grade. I played soccer uh, and club soccer up until eighth grade, and then I switched over to obviously playing high school soccer. So, um, actually, like, in middle school, the coach said, who can kick, and everybody said me because I was the only one who really played soccer. So, like, in middle school, I was a kicker, but, like, it was just, like, line drive type of balls, really. But then, yeah, the coach – like, I don't know, when you go to a small high school, it's kind of set in stone. Like, this kid is, like, going to kick balls because, like, literally nobody else can. Like, when you have 30 kids on the team, it's like, oh, you don't really have much options, so. Have you seen that uh, that commercial with Colin Cowherd where he's like, this is why all the good-looking guys are quarterbacks for the football team? Have you Do you know what I'm talking about at all? Kind of, yeah. Okay, so he he's got, like, this theory where – when you're really young, you give the ball to like the best looking person on the team just because you think that that guy has like confidence. Do you, do you see any correlation with that and like being like the outcast on the football team at all, or like just the the, the crazy person for, uh, for for a kicker? Um, I mean we're definitely a different breed in general. Um, but I mean I think we can still be good looking sometimes like. I don't know. It's, uh, so, yeah, maybe. Uh, I mean, I agree both ways, probably. I agree and disagree. So, You're listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I'm Jake Seavers sitting down with Bryce Seelock, kicker on the Hillsdale College Chargers. So you said that uh, kickers are a different breed. Uh, can I have an example of this? Or is there, like, someone that you look up to who, who just sort of walks to the beat of his own drum? So, I mean, obviously everybody knows Pat McAfee. He definitely does his own thing, um, and I appreciate that, and I definitely think he embodies, like, the spirit very well, but I think in practical terms, like, he really got, like, like he re- really, like, expounded on his views, like, after he got done with football and, got, and mm-hmm. on, on his own uh, talk show and stuff like that. But, like, I don't know. I kind of like Justin Tucker. I mean, not very, like, obviously not vocal in games, but uh, – like he does like a lot of variety of different stuff. Like he sings opera, which you're never gonna catch me singing. Opera. I did not know that at all that he did yeah, that. Yeah, he actually crazy. sings opera. So like for me, it's kind of like oh, like he's he he gets outside the box, and I think that's different for every kicker. Like uh, Stephen Colquitt, he used to punt for the uh, uh, Browns, and uh, like his uh, deal was like he did whittling, like <laughs> and he was good at it. So like. Um, I don't know. It's just like, uh, something like just being, I think being different, being like the brand is like, I guess just being outside the box a little bit different for everyone. And I feel like not to like bash other players, but they're kind of just like football. That's it. (laughs) Do you, do you consider yourself to having a brand like Uh, those guys? I I mean, and if so, what is it? What, what define brand? Like, what do you mean? I don't know. Like. 
Tucker sings opera, Matt Prater drinks a lot of beers. Like, what's uh, your kind of go-to? Well, I, I think uh, that mine is definitely uh, doing game day videos um, whenever I get around to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one way uh, I'm part of the brand. I think the brand has definitely been my hair uh, when I've been in college, from having a mullet to kind of a weird, messed-up hodgepodge mohawk right now. Um, so I think that's kind of being like unique. I, I don't think I'm like actually really good at anything like Justin Tucker is like at singing opera, but, um, I mean, I'm pretty decent at FIFA. Before we started recording you, uh, you talked about Johnny Hecker a little bit, who's, he's an awesome punter, uh, but he also has quite a few trick plays up his sleeve. There, right. there was a, a punter, uh, Marquette King mm-hmm. for, for the, uh, Raiders. Raiders. He's got quite a few trick plays. Mm-hmm. Um, do the Chargers have any trick plays uh, f- for you? Uh, absolutely not, um, and it's probably a good thing. I will be the first one to tell you that I probably have one of the worst hand- set of hands on the team. Um, so, I mean, like just to be honest, like um, really couldn't even throw a football when I came in. Still probably really can't throw a football right now, but – so that I, no, not for me. But we have f- fake plays that uh, on the special teams. They okay. don't just necessarily involve us like specialists. So, so, so that's not like one of your dreams to like. Because so, for example, LSU with Les Miles, he was the Mad Hatter, and he would always draw up these crazy mm-hmm. plays where like the holder would flip it over his head. head. And the the kicker would be running, and and it would just fall right into the bread basket, and he'd run for right. a first down or whatever. That's not one of your collegiate dreams. I'm not fast either, so that kind of like just makes me a standing still like person who kicks a ball. That's so we're just gonna take all chances of you scoring a touchdown, uh, just off the table. Yeah, pretty much. I, I mean, I thought this weekend when we played Finley, like we had a botched PAT and. Uh, Ty Cox, the holder, was running out away on a fire call, and I was like clapping for the ball, thinking I might score. But then he realized he was passing the ball to Bryce, and so he like diverted <laughs> to the back of the end zone where nobody was. So, do you think that there was any shot of you catching the ball if he threw it to you? Uh, like, were you were you ready or were you nervous? I I mean, oh yeah, I mean. You don't have time to think about being nervous, but, you know, you are a little nervous, like, right, probably right at the moment where he cocks back the arm and you're like, oh, it's, like, actually happening. Like, this this actually, like, you're cool about it until it actually starts to happen, and then it's kind of like, oh, man, I might have caught it. I think I probably would have caught it, but, again, I probably would have got laid out. I'm not that fast. So I, w- I want to circle back to something that you talked about earlier with your brand. Mm-hmm. And that's the game day videos, right? Because you've become a bit of a local legend here at Hillsdale with your game day videos. You and, flatter me, and well, they've been sort of dwindling. Because a couple of years ago, it was every week. It was a weekly thing, right? And now it's how many have you put out this year? Have you put out one? I've this put year? out one this year, yeah. So what the heck? I know. Uh, you know, I'm. You know, I'm not gonna like this. This sounds cocky, but like some of the the like like factor, like that I was getting, like the actual likes on yeah, Twitter, were, yeah, yeah, yeah. were kind of dwindling. Oh, um, uh, okay. So that that was an impetus behind it. Another impetus was is like, you know, uh, coaches like said like obviously like and just people in general like you have to keep it like PG thirteen. Like you can't do anything that's gonna yeah. like break the law. Obviously, you're like 
harmed the reputation of the school. And I don't think I ever did anything close, remotely close to that. But, you know, you do run out of ideas, kind of. Uh, so the combination of those two, like, I, I got down to, like, quantity over quality. Mm-hmm. So I think like I think last year like I had some pretty good ones even though I only put out I think probably four maybe um, this year it's kind of been hard because I've been more involved with the team probably so it's kind of like on Friday night like I actually have to be like more locked in like so that also like factors into it because most of the time when we'd film it it'd either be on Thursday or Friday night so it's you know I don't know it's kind of multiple two to things. Bryce, my favorite game day video was definitely the McDonald's drive-through. Um, can you walk me through how you uh, came up with that idea? Okay, so they're they're at the time on social media, various platforms that had been trending of people driving through um, drive-throughs and uh, getting ice cream cones, and then uh, taking off their shirt in front of the drive-through and. Uh, proceeding to take the ice cream cone and then smash it in their chest and no more details are necessary than that folks so uh i kind of got it based off that and i figured you know hey like uh went in talked to the the people at the place like you know thought maybe we could get them involved with it so when we went through the drive-thru where we were able to ask them you know like hey what day is it and they were like it's they we told them to say the wrong day there it was like it was like what day is it and it's like wednesday whatever so we got them involved a little bit with it and then i was like well we can just finish it off by doing that and i think we didn't obviously tell the lady at the at the at the window because we wanted her reaction i think that kind of sealed the deal on it so i i it was just a social media trend like what is your number one favorite game day video Oh man. Well, I w- I would definitely say my number one favorite was the Muddy Water Shark one. Probably mm-hmm. I think that was probably yes, the last legendary. one. Last one of freshman year or something like that and I guess that that's my favorite because it sucked. <laughs> it sucked so bad because it was like it was probably like 35 degrees out. The water was maybe like 40 degrees at best. And like I was out there with a cardboard fin strapped to my back. Like, <laughs> I mean, and and you're talking like Lake Winona over there. Okay, this thing has got like eight feet of like weeds and probably <laughs> dead bodies and stuff. Okay, <laughs> down there. So you step into it, you're up to your waist and like just muck. Okay, so I'm suffering. I've got scrapes. I'm like, I'm probably going to get hepatitis or something like that from this lake. And like, I like, you got to hold your, and they're all telling me like, you got to hold your breath for at least like a minute while we film this. So I'm like, oh God, like definitely not what I wanted to be doing. So I submerged my whole body just there for a minute. But, you know, when I got out, I was like, you know, that was the extreme part that the viewers like Mm want to see. You know, so I'm like, you know, Bryce, you know, it, it might not have been the most fun, but retrospectively looking at it, you're like, I'm glad I could satisfy the viewers. You know, it's all about keeping your viewers happy. Is that the one that you're the most proud of as well? I would say that's the, mo- the one I'm most proud of. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say that. I mean, I was pretty proud of the one where I walked around the student student union with my uh, uh, full uh, football year on. I was pretty – I mean, that took like – I had to get pushed by a lot of people to do that. I'm like, there's no way I'm walking up to AJ's in my football uniform and cleats <laughs> and stuff like that. But I was like, okay, I did it. And I was pretty proud of myself for that one. You're listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Jake Seaver is talking with 
Chargers kicker Bryce Sealock. Um, Bryce, so we can just keep talking about these game day videos because they're extr- they're compelling, I'd say. Um, so first off, do you have any any in the chamber? Any more ideas? Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely uh, got a few ideas for the last one. It might involve important people if I can get uh, the connections to work out. Okay. Uh, we're we're gonna see. I won't guarantee that. Um, uh, at at the time, uh, campus has also uh, changed a lot, so there may be new features and oh, backgrounds involved hey. um, in, in the production of of these films. But I mean, I'm not gonna commit to anything. But I, the last one is definitely gonna be a pretty good one. In between, we'll just see how it goes. I'm not too worried about the next week i'm just worried about like i gotta culminate with something like send it out with a bang um what is most important for you as a kicker a you have a awesome game or b hillsdale wins well the win is always important and better because just in general, like the coach is going to view your 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 play even better, even if you did have like if you didn't mess up, he's going to view it better anyways. Because like, oh, we won because he did this good, you, or you know what I'm saying, he did mm-hmm. good. Uh, and if he, if you do bad, he's like, oh, that was just another like, uh, you know, he maybe could have kicked it like three feet to the left and like five yards deeper, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I would I I want to see the team win because it's more fun for me personally, you know, to be around everybody else. But I mean, I, 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 I value my individual performances definitely a lot. Like, I don't know when we had a botch PAT, like this last game, like that weighs that eats on probably every kicker's mind because yeah. you're like, even though it might not have been my fault, uh, you know, you're like, that should just be something I do every time. Mm-hmm. Like it should be just like, you know, waking up and making cereal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I feel you. So basically, you're saying that when you guys win, coach is less critical. Yeah. Okay. I I think everybody in general, not just me or kickers in general, but. Uh, Bryce, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know a lot of like X's and O's regarding kicking, mm-hmm. and I don't know if there are X's and O's, but I understand that a few weeks ago you contributed towards a tackle. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and I know that that's not yeah. ideal. No. Because most of the time. Players are supposed to be tackled before they get to the kicker, right? Right. So, did your eye? Did you get like during during the headlights? Like your did your eyes light up? And then you were like, "Oh, I might be able to lay this guy's out." But I understand that you it was like a half tackle. So just take me through it. Okay, so um, it's against Northwood opening kickoff. I kick the ball goes uh, pretty much the right spot. Could have been a little deeper, but you know whatever. So they get the ball. Um, I guess the big thing, because, like, I contributed tackles in, in uh, high school, kind of, sort of. Uh, the big thing in college is, like, everybody's, like, 19 times faster. Like, I thought I was, like, decently fast in high school, but, like, everything in college is, like, way faster. So I've, like, had, I think, like, last year I had two go to the house on me. And I was like, wow, I'm super slow. So, like, this time around, I was like, wow, I've got to, like, get on my heels. Like, so I'm not even thinking about laying this guy out. I'm, like, running backwards. Like, i got to run him out at, like, the 10 or something like that. So I'm, like, busting my butt down there. Well, he's got a blocker out in front of him. 
So we're doing we're doing this weave dance thing. It's like a tango. It's kind of it's like it's like the get back coach for like on the sideline for the coaches. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a dance. So like I end up slowing him down enough, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get this tackle right. So I like get out there in front, of him, and then guess what, dude? Dan Shanley comes up and wraps him up like probably like a half second before I do. But I'm like, you know what? I'm here too. We're just gonna add to this freaking misery for this guy. So I hop on him like spider monkey him. And we we drag him down, and I was just happy he didn't go back for a touchdown because the next next kickoff went back for a touchdown, and I probably I broke my ankles on that play. <laughs> like I doing the little dancing, I got so messed up that I just face dived into the turf. It was not good. All right, Bryce, this has been an absolutely unbelievable, just a stellar interview, I'd say. But we do this with every guest, okay? And it's a little game. Mm-hmm. And the game is called Fake Laugh Until You Real Laugh. Okay. okay. So, so the, the, the premise of it is that you fake laugh until a real hearty belly laugh comes out. <laughs> like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so and that, that would be a actually, fake laugh. Okay. Until you actually laugh. Okay. All right. So, all right. And you're being judged. Like yes. other other guests have done this. All right. So, so we're going to start fake laughing in three, two, one. <laughs> Come on, dude. Come on. Come. Okay, folks, he's got a crop top with paint on it. And he's just stone cold killer face, fake laughing. Oh my gosh. I always win, Jake. I always win, man. All I don't right. know if this is a competition or whatnot, but I'm I'm here doing it all right lifetime winner the dirty 30 bryce sealock and uh, best of luck with the rest of the season and thank you for listening to charge rundown i'm martin peterson and i'm jake sievers you are listening to radio free hillsdale 101.7 fm